Hey, Chad. Hey, Mommy. This episode is probably the most I've laughed so far in an episode. Your brother is hilarious. He is. <laughs> you never know what he's going to say. He's so open and honest, and that's quite refreshing for a 12-year-old. Yeah. Obviously, I'm just proud to be his mom. Proud of how brave he is to be himself. Part A lot of that is his personality. Katie's very cool. Um, he's very poggers, as the kids would say. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it's, um, it's a kind of, it's a streaming phrase. Ah, poggers. Yeah. What does poggers mean? That's very cool. It just means it's, it just means cool. It's very cool, very awesome. Like you'd successfully kill a boss in Minecraft and you'd say poggers. <laughs> we used to say epic. Is it like epic? Yeah. Oh, okay. I can understand that. All right. Generational understanding. Generational understanding. It's what we're all about here. Yeah. That's the point. <laughs> Indeed. Well, let's get on with the episode, shall we? Yeah. <clears throat> there is a note, there is one perfect way of being, and I know that I will find it out someday. And there are times when I find myself repeating every stupid thing I swore I'd never say. But I will rise, I will face the morning laughing And I'll try and find myself along the way But there are days that I keep myself from crying As I try and face another goddamn day Hello and welcome to Gender Euphoria Podcast Where we amplify the voices of LGBTQ plus teens By listening to their personal stories and experiences Growing up in American society Today we have a special guest so I am KG, my pronouns are he, him, they, them. I am 12 years old, and my preferred gender is he. Male? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I am bisexual. Why don't you tell us a bit about your background? What is your life like? What is your family life like? Your culture? Your my family types? life's amazing. Uh, pretty much my whole family, uh, like... Our whole family like likes the LGBTQ. They're LGBTQ plus friendly? Yep. Cool. Do you have any religious practices in your family? Science. <laughs> so no religion at all? No. What is your culture like in your family? Hmm. What do you mean by culture? Like, um, you know, your family history. The United States. Okay, so typical American cultural background. Were there any challenges before you came out? Uh, no. Not really. It was more of I just told my friends, I'm bisexual. If you don't know what that is, I can explain. And they already knew. So they were like, okay, I'm also bisexual. When do you think you realized that? Uh, when I had a male crush. I see. Was it another kid your age? Yeah. And how old were you when that happened? I uh, like 11. Did you have any challenges after coming out? No. What about in your peer group? 
Like your friends and classmates. And... Oh, yeah, they were okay, too. I mean, like, classmates sometimes, like, you're really nice and you have a nice friend group and just, like, a nice general system. And other times, you're just a jerk. So the it... jerks would just call you gay and then walk away. Other times, they'd be like, oh, hi. I like the LGBTQ system. I think it's a good thing. And then they would walk away. So some of them weren't that nice. Yeah. So there was a bit of a challenge coming out around your peers. Well, I got used to it, so I was just like, okay, cool. That's a compliment now. Has life changed since you came out? Not too much. Feels pretty much the same. Would you say, as far as your close friendships, that it's affected that in any way? I mean, like, once I started talking about it to one of my friends, um, she started thinking about it a lot as well. And started realizing that she had... Like that, she was also also part of the LGBTQ. Were you like a support system for her? I guess you could say that. Maybe in a way you kind of made it an option. Yeah. You know, something that that was possible that maybe she hadn't considered before. Yeah, like I showed her Undertale and Minecraft, might and Roblox, might as well show her this too. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you two are pretty close. Yes. You said you're uh, part of the LGBTQ plus community because you're bisexual, correct? Yeah. And how have you been able to express that in, say, your daily life or in your outward appearance? Uh, I mean, like, the pride flag behind the door is pretty much it. I mean, like, I probably will buy a bisexual flag with my money. And would you put that up in your room, or...? Yes, I will. Would you ever consider, like wearing clothing or pins um, that have the bisexual flag or the rainbow flag? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. That's good. What are your interests and hobbies? So, like, guitar, ukulele, piano, and uh, probably um, many other instruments later on. And um, Minecraft. (laughs) Usually when I um, have a hobby... Or, like, something, like, I like to do. If I like doing it, I do pretty well on it. But if it's something like school or, like, I don't really like doing it too much, I have to have medication to, like, balance it out. Like, okay, you could do good at both things. So you said you take medication. What is that for? I have ADHD, so basically I get distracted easily. Like, oh, oh you're doing class, you're doing class. Oh, oh banana. I'm doing class, I'm doing class. Oh, colorful cube. Like that. And does the medication help you? That's like, it, I don't feel difference, but... I mean, like, you have told me there is a difference. I've noticed a difference, as your mother, yes. Yes. <laughs> so, who would you say your biggest supporters are to you expressing and being who you are? Hmm. My parents and my friends and my siblings. I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> So, if you could tell adolescents like yourself, say they're struggling with the same things or something similar, what would you like to say to them? Don't listen to what people say if it's negative. Don't let them decide what you want to do. Decide that for yourself. And don't let their thoughts drown out your thoughts. Those are your thoughts, not theirs. I think that's excellent advice. Yeah. And what would you say to the parents of those children? Don't treat it as a phase. 
treat it as it's permanent. Even if it doesn't seem like it, treat it as it's permanent. Because most of the time it is. A lot of the time it is. And even if it isn't permanent. They still can, uh, can acknowledge the LGBTQ community. Yeah. yeah. I think even if it isn't permanent, there's really no harm in, in letting a child express who they are, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, KG, for sharing your story with us. You're I'm sure welcome. I'm sure that your words will be an inspiration to other kids that are like you, that may be struggling and not sure what to do or what to say, or maybe they'll feel inspired to to be themselves and to be honest about who they are. Oh, yeah, one more thing. Mm-hmm. Ask your parents where babies come from. <laughs> parents, when, be honest about that. If there's anyone a child should ask, it's definitely their parents. Yes. Don't go asking the neighbor. <laughs> uh, don't ask in YouTube comments. <laughs> Don't ask your teacher. <laughs> don't uh, don't ask the guy that works at McDonald's. <laughs> it's probably not a good idea. Because he's probably a kid himself. <laughs> Alright. Don't ask the friends. Ask your parents. And if your parents don't know, it's probably worse. <laughs> I would say so. Since they've already made at least one. This has been Gender Euphoria. Opening and outro music is by the yellow dresses called Tummy in the Blood. If you or someone you love is in need of support, please visit the resources listed in our episode notes. You can find us on Twitter, at Gen Euphoria Pod. If you're interested in being featured on our show, email us at gendereuphoriapodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. You're welcome. Zooey mama. <laughs> <laughs>